you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. David, the Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDF. I mean, what did he let it run. I could have interrupted it. I didn't want to be rude to... He comes in every week, Money, to say that. You know, that's all he gets to do on this show. We shouldn't interrupt him. Like, we're sitting here staring at each other like so. Let's listen. How about that voiceover, huh? Yeah, I have it's not the time nor the in- inclination to indulge this prima donna's <laughs> uh, complaints. Hi and hello and yeah. welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Presented as always by Zaxby's, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. Week three is ready to roll after what I thought was a pretty rocky week two for pro football. Could say that. Between some... Bad reviews of replays and some big-time injuries and so on and so forth. Uh, but listen, let's put that in the rearview mirror. Let's look ahead to brighter days with our pal seated way over there to uh, to my left. It is our resident Miami Dolphins fan. I don't know if he still properly calls himself is anybody? a Miami no. Dolphins fan. No. Not, he has dignity, but uh, he is also all the way from London, England. It's handsome, hey? Cut it off. We don't yeah, we don't need that. Music there. Dave, thank you very much. This is the first time I've ever been invited into your house. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> it's I a know. weird house, yeah. isn't it? It is strange, but I mean, nothing like I imagined it. But it's fantastic. Thank you very much for the invite. At last. Yeah, we just we just redid it a little bit. We got you know. I felt like you know what we need more is, monitors. Uh, yeah, we yeah. need some more, <laughs> yeah. we more need monitors. More monitors, but let's have the and, TV behind us. Right. Yeah. We don't normally do that. I'm exactly. a fan of nature. Ergo, right. I made some uh, astro. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. So yeah, sure. thank you. I really on brand. I appreciate the feedback. And then uh, also the voice of your Los Angeles Very Chargers. Good. Also one half of the finest radio show in all the land. Petros and Money track it down on iHeartRadio. It's Matt Money Smith. We're not listening to that song No, either. let's not. But Dick Bang's get great. Way to once. go. I'm not, I'm not going to be berated by you. Oh, but the song was about you. That we should let play. Well, out. I just want to make sure. I feel bad because he puts all this work into it, and we I keep cutting it. him off. So I, I figure every now yeah, and then, maybe let's let his name. one I of the it. masterpieces run. Um, all right, let's get into it here. Week two, the red ch- week three, the red challenge flag picks 
our upcoming here. We'll tell you the biggest games. We'll make our picks. If we disagree with one another, the Red Challenge flag will fly. And uh, there's a lot of news, obviously. It goes without saying, if you're watching us right now, I assume you're a football fan and are aware that Ben Roethlisberger is out for the season with an elbow. Drew Brees is out for about a month and a half with a thumb. Eli Manning is on the bench in favor of his doppelganger, Daniel Jones. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Let's dig in on all of it. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Where do we start? Well, I brought a friend in, uh, in honor of this auspicious occasion, getting the three of us together for the first time in season now for 2019. So many storylines. I thought it would be appropriate to break out the literal 10-foot pole. You want to get into it? It's already? A big sure. It's a big I pole mean, for a tiny room. Well, it is. And yeah. I don't want to break any of the windows in right. your house. As you know, um, a lot of people shoot their mouths off about what they will and won't touch with a figurative 10-foot pole, right. let alone a literal one. That brings us to this week's edition of Zaxby's Fresh Takes. Yes, the famous chicken mm. fingers, wings, and salads providing you the freshest of takes. <laughs> football style. And uh, here's what we'll do. I'm going to start it, it out. Is it me or Well, let's start it out with the Englishman over there. Thank you very much. And uh, the go, first sir. issue Thank is, you. let's start well, out about with about a pointed stick? Let's do... There it is. Don't want to break, okay, yeah, don't break the TV. Don't break the TV. Otherwise, I'm going to have to buy Dave another room. one. By the way, and you can watch on uh, this weekend's Good Morning Football, I do an essay about uh, about the fact that, yes, it is a once-in-a-generation thing to see Eli and Roethlisberger and Rivers all land in the same class. Before that, it was 20 years but prior to then that you had the 83 class. But now, all of a sudden, since 2016, it seems every year is loaded with quarterbacks and uh, with Tua and Herbert and right. Fromm and, uh, and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence all coming. on the way. Don't uh, don't worry about it. There are quarterbacks on the way. If you don't have one right now, is that, that you will... trying to cover up your jinx? Where you were like, we are at pure quarterback saturation right now in the NFL, and look what's happened. A minor bump in, in the, the week since right. then. A minor bump. What in do the we road. got? Uh, Dak Prescott, one of those guys who is really performing well, and as I told you in advance of the season, Kellen Moore making an offense that uh, that can thrive in the 21st century will make all the difference for this guy. Two and zero oh so far. Handsome Hank. First question, or first statement, yes. will you touch this with a 10-foot pole? Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Ooh. Dave, here's the deal. I don't even need your 10-foot pole for this one. I picked the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl before they went 2-0. Like so I'm going to touch it with my hand. All right. Wow, good for you, owning it. You know what, handsome? I followed your lead. I have the Cowboys also going to the Super Bowl so far. So you're going to touch him good. too? Do you? Yeah. I, I Listen, touched. Consider him touched. And uh, money, do you have any pushback, any cynicism you'd like to express about uh, the Probably. Cowboys? Probably. Um, you know, I, I, exactly. I'd like to see him maybe take a step up in competition. You know, I think it's it's very similar to what we're going to say about the Ravens and, and some of the teams that we don't feel great about. Uh, nothing against the Redskins, nothing against the Giants. But, you know, I think a lot of people figured it was the Eagles that, that would win this division going into the season. So let's see that first battle. Let's see... Right. Maybe a better defense uh, if that can do it. You know, he's got the Miami Dolphins it, this weekend. So, so again, not we'll, we'll this have weekend. the same There's conversation yeah. down down the road. I mean, look, they're a great team. I mean, it's line play. We, we've said it repeatedly here, uh, and they have the best offensive line in football. And the defensive line has sure, certainly shown that uh, they're formidable. So, I, I don't think it's a crazy take. That's for sure. But just not quite. Put it this way: like, would you feel good taking the Cowboys over the Rams? 
thinking about Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler and what that defensive line looks like that might be able to give that offensive line. I, I, I hear you absolutely on the Rams, but it's funny that you would bring them up because in, uh, in advance of the season's kickoff, we ranked out our teams, Handsome, Eddie Spaghetti, and I all listed the teams that are definitely not going to the playoffs this year. I said the Rams. My bold one was that the Rams bold. aren't going to go. Spaghetti went bold with the Packers. Right now, would you? Which team would, if you had to choose hmm. one, is not going to the postseason? For me, it's the Rams. I still don't buy. I know I'm, I, I'm in the minority at this point. I still don't buy Jared Goff. He hadn't looked great. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. Yep. He, he's, I, he has not looked great. Gurley does not. I mean, the first game he looked a lot better than he did this last week. Um, you think about what might have been had the referees not blown that that whistle, you know, and, and the Saints go up 10 to 3 and maybe have a different game mm-hmm. plan moving forward. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, there's there's flaws there. But then again, you kind of look at the Packers and think about those bad interceptions that Kirk Cousins threw. Are we still having that conversation? Do we really feel as good about them if the Vikings get out of, of Lambeau with a win coming off a pretty poor, not pretty poor, an awful offensive performance against a very good Bears defense in week one? Well, it's interesting, and uh, that brings us back to the Dallas Cowboys, who right now appear to be the cleanest of all those NFC contenders. But again, we're only a fortnight into this thing. People keep getting uh, seduced by what they see in the first couple of games. Football yep. season is long, everybody. Your team ain't out of it, although they can put themselves out of it if they go to 0-3 talking to you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Handsome Hank, speaking of the Steelers, their uh, longtime future Hall of Fame QB, yes. Ben Roethlisberger, is out for I've heard that, 2019. Yeah. Phil Rivers still doing his thing. A Are you okay about that? Are you going to be all right? Because I heard you speaking with um, our friend David Carr earlier in the week, and you seemed a little upset. Well, now I was, uh, I, yes, I am I'm disappointed. <laughs> I, no, no, yes, yes, I, I was. Think, I think in the 21st century, as I alluded to earlier, one of the guys from that 2018 QB class was Mason Rudolph. And I remember our conversation a year ago, two years ago, Money. Yes, you was said, not I sold. don't buy, I think Mason's a, a probably a tick down at Oklahoma State versus uh, Oklahoma's Baker Mayfield and uh, Sam Darnold at USC and so on. But the, for what it's worth, the Steelers coaching staff and scouting uh, group does really believe in Mason Rudolph. This is not the equivalent of what a backup was in, in 1991. He's expected to go in there and win. And if he can work that this play This isn't action, Landry like, Jones. It's right. not Josh Dobbs. It's well, not, you know, they, that they mid They showed it by trading they, Josh Dobbs. Right. They showed that they, they had faith in him even before they needed him. We'll, uh, we'll figure out what the 2019 Steelers will be with their new addition, Minka Fitzpatrick, late of the Miami Dolphins. You're welcome. Big one. I like that addition. Dude, as it's a fantastic. Side note. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people are belly aching about that. Because in Pittsburgh? Should, should the Steelers find themselves at 3-13 and 13 and in a position to draft the replacement to Ben Roethlisberger. Josh Herbert would be an awful nice replacement. He would be. But if you, 30. Here's, here's the circular illogic of all that. If you don't think Kevin Colbert drafted the right guy in Mason Rudolph a couple of years ago to replace Roethlisberger ultimately... Why then are you uh, trusting Kevin Colbert to make the right draft pick in 2020? The same question being asked by Dolphins well, fans right well, now I would, as my, they my, rebuild. My pushback would be because, you know, how often do teams hit on third and fourth round quarterbacks? I mean, that's, hey, Fair we're going to take yep. a shot here. But if you have a top five pick, you know, Ben was their franchise quarterback. We've got a first round pick. We're investing in a quarterback and look what it produced. So, you know, I think it's different when you miss on a first rounder versus, 
taking a shot on a third or a the fifth. Claim or, is, the claim is, for what it's worth, that uh, Kevin Colbert and the Steeler scouting department issued is we have him graded right up there with Darnold, Mayfield, and the rest of, uh, of that 2018 QB class. But let's take a look back, and I guess a look five years or so into the future, handsome Hank. I'm not talking about Roethlisberger with those two rings. I think mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's guaranteed that he is not just a Hall of Famer, but probably even a first ballot guy. But Phil Rivers and Eli Manning, a lot of debate as Eli now takes the pine in favor of Daniel Jones. The 2004 class, give this one to Money, as a matter of fact. Let's let him do it, because oh, Phil okay. Rivers is right. his QB. Careful with that, Money, Yeah, because you're kinda, not 10 I'll foot just, away I'll from Dave. Can I, I mean, if you, if you happen to bonk handsome Hank in the face, I, I wouldn't be upset. I just don't want to break the monitor. I don't want to break one of your hey, seven I, I don't want to get blood your, on your uh, lovely your carpet in your home. Before he you doesn't want to break the monitor. It's, your right. face is, <laughs> that's, not a, that's fine. is not a concern for him. I got a little nugget for you Ooh. because Ooh. I call games for the team that has Philip Rivers as the quarterback, so yes. I get a lot of these Rivers-centric nuggets. Uh, did you know, coming into this season, the 2004 draft class, the quarterbacks came in with 442 wins. The 83 class is number one overall with 499. Ooh. And with Rivers and Roethlisberger and Eli, you're like, ah, yeah, Eli might be good for four or five this year if they're really going to. And Rivers might get you double digits, and Roethlisberger gets you double digits. You know what? This class might really have a shot at it. And yet here we are two weeks into the season. And it's like, wait a minute. We're 56 wins away. They got to get 56 more wins to pass 83. Well, that is a fun debate to have for people who love their football history, which is the better class. I think you can almost make a case for the Ott 4 trio if only because they've doubled them up in Super Bowls and John Elway's two Super Bowls, the only two that that class got, are owed really more to Terrell Davis than they are to John Elway. Anyhow, to the here and now, Matt Money Smith. Yes. All three. Not, I'm, I'm excluding uh, the, the fourth guy. But uh, the, of uh, Eli, Phil Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger, all three will get a bust and a gold jacket in Canton. Will you touch that with a 10-foot pole? I want to. I really want to. Can. No one's stopping you, friend. I can help you if, yeah. you're, if you're having a problem I with I really that want to, but I can't. You can't do it. I can't. I can't do it either. You know, and, the, yeah, and I, neither look, one of you. I think there's a difference. I think if the question was, uh, should they? I think the answer is yes. I think they're all three Hall of Fame. Different. Uh, Roethlisberger's a no-brainer. I mean, he's got the stats and yep. he's got the Super Bowls. So that's, that's done. Phillip has the stats, but he doesn't have the Super Bowls. Eli has the Super Bowls, but he doesn't have the stats. And I think what people are forgetting is it's not just about 2004. It's about Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. I mean, we are going to have so many quarterbacks that are eligible for the Hall of Fame at the exact same time that I got. I think one of them is going to miss out. I hear you. You think one will miss out? I think, think one. two could miss out. I don't think out. two. I think one. And I think it might come down to whether or not Phillip can just get to a Super Bowl. I think if he can win an AFC championship and get to a Super Bowl, his numbers are ridiculous. Right. I mean, they're, they're, it's not even close. I mean, he just passed Dan Marino for 300-yard games. So, like, when you start to stack up all of his numbers, they're all Marino, Elway, Manning, Rivers, Favre, Rivers. I mean, that's where he is in, in every major category, but there's no postseason success. But so if right now you're saying you would rank them Ben 1, Eli 2, right Phil now, 3, would, yeah. 
if Phil got to a Super Bowl, you think I he would, would him ahead of jump Eli. ahead of Eli and therefore knock Eli out of being be a Hall a of Famer? I think a very good chance that he could. That's well, I, I, I'm required to make the same point I make every time when Eli's uh, Hall of Fame candidacy is brought up. Bob Greasy is in the Hall of Fame. As long as he is the minimum standard, right. there should be no question about whether or not Eli belongs there. The guy Bob Greasy threw the ball four times in a Super Bowl. This is... A, a, <laughs> It, if you want to talk about a passenger on the way to glory, Bob Greasy was it. And secondly, the thing that's fascinating to me from a numbers point of view is you mentioned how close they are. They rank, I mean, these guys were drafted within, I don't know, 45 minutes of one another 16 years ago. There, there's been a century of pro football. They now rank six, seven, and eight in both touchdown passes and passing yards. That is a crazy yeah. Uh, yeah. fluke of a number, I think. It is, and I, and I think in the and case, they're all Hall of Famers. Yeah, in, of in the case of Eli, there's just there's you know I, I don't know if I want to call it recency bias, but these last five years have been terrible. They've been bad. I mean they they haven't just been average; they've been terrible. Um, that what is it league? I think it's three times now he's led the league in interceptions. Uh, he's got and, and you know, and I guess that's what you have to figure out, right? What are your credentials? And and I don't know, I don't know who the heck a Hall of Famer is and who isn't. Like I said, if the answer is should, yes, I think they all three should. But as they try to start to hash this out, I just think there's going to be so many names there that they're specifically Breeze, Rogers, Brady, yep. Peyton Manning. Those four guys are going to be put in the conversation with these three. It's funny because as far as that goes, it's what year Eli's name will come up and. Eli might do himself some favors by being the lone QB eligible. Get out now. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. If he really is calculating on that level, you might be right about that. But listen, he vanquished Tom Brady twice in the biggest game. That does matter. I don't care. And by For the sure. way, I'm a recent convert on Julian Edelman being in the Hall of Fame. He did it in the biggest moments. He did it three times with uh, Tom Brady. I think he also belongs in the Ooh. Hall of Fame. It Let's throw matter. Timmy that's, Smith in as well, Dave. Yeah, that's you know, tough. What, 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 what matters is branch. Here's what matters right. most Kevin to the Volk. voters. Yeah. Is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer? Yes. It's I think durability. So, yeah. I think yeah. Frank Gore is. Longevity matters a little bit too much in most cases. Art Monk isn't properly a Hall of Famer, in my opinion, except that he just hung on so long. And the voters do seem to overvalue longevity over other traits. And I think those numbers are going to be hard to deny when any of those three names come up. Let's move on to uh, to one of the young uh, guns out there. Josh Allen, he's got his team at 2-0. and Handsome Hank. Mm. Ten-foot pole This still. is Let a nice broad pole. one. This is a nice broad one for you. The Buffalo Bills of 2019 mm-hmm. are for real. Actually, I'll put a finer point on it. They're headed to the playoffs. Will you touch that with a 10-foot pole? No, I won't. No. no, but they're two and zero. I think they, I think they're doing great. I think it's a nice story, to but, but about a two and zero team. Well, you just told me not to earlier right. on. You told <laughs> me not to believe the first two weeks. Make your mind up, Dave. I um I think you. I, I just think it's a nice story now. You took but my when bait it, and, and you passed I, it. And then test. I passed it straight back to you. Is that what it was? That was a test. Yes, it was. Clearly. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to touch it. I think they're a nice story. I think they're obviously headed in the right direction. I think you know, a year, two years from now, they might be that team, but I don't think they're going to be in 2019. But congratulations to them for everything they've achieved so far. We're a fortnight in. You can uh, speculate a little bit. Who are going to get those wild cards? That's we the know question. the Patriots are going to get it, and you know the Chiefs are. I'm not sold that the Chiefs are definitely going to win the West. I think you're giving me a look. You think the Chargers are. 
not play. I think the Chargers are a wild card team. I, right. I, think, I think that the Chiefs the are going to win a, The Chiefs are going to win that division. If you want one of those wild card teams, I'd say the Chargers. I point at money because he plays for them. Um, uh, You're going to go with the Browns then as your other wild card, right? I'm, Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Chargers. Are the Raiders for real? They played pretty well for. Well, no, they didn't. I think I had the Steelers the, before the season. I'm. That's done now. In the I'm South, not. can you see the Colts? Can you see two nine mm. and seven teams from the South? Could you see the Colts and maybe the Texans mm-hmm. both finishing? Because nine and seven is going to get one of them. And I yeah. also when, when you think, look at the way the yeah, AFC is yeah. laid out, nine and seven is going to get one of those wild cards. You always look back at a couple of teams and you say, man, that early season loss really ruined things for them. They could have made the Denver Broncos. I still I stand by my preseason Oof. pick that the Broncos. No. Had a shot. They had the the Bears defeated. You like there. the way Joe Flacco looks playing quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, okay. I have no good response to that one. Before we get to the red shout, so that's a wrap on. Uh, Do on, I? So I don't need the poll anymore. anymore. You can put the. Uh, Shall I go down. put it in the kitchen? <laughs> well, I, I I think uh, the kids are in there. You know, oh, making, okay. making some muffins oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Right, so let them have. I'll just thing. put it. That, thus ends in. this week's edition of Fresh Takes presented mm-hmm. over at Zaxby's. And before put this we get thing in here. Before we get to the Red Challenge flag picks for so NFL soon, Week huh? 3, some juicy games. We've alluded to that Ravens and Chiefs one. Um, you'll remember, longtime listeners here at the DDFP, our, uh, our producer, Kent Brown, oh, who's yeah. moved on. And uh, nevertheless, he still receives voice messages from his mom, who is based in Pittsburgh. And in my opinion, as a connoisseur of the Pittsburgh accent, has perhaps the finest example that uh, these two ears have ever heard. I think you guys like hearing those voicemails too, right? I can't get enough. All right, well, she had the breaking news a few days back on Ben Roethlisberger. She was kind enough to contact her son, leave a voicemail, who happens to work in pro football and (laughs) presumably maybe had that information anyway. But she was nice enough, just in case, to leave uh, Kent Brown and now us this voicemail. Yeah, I didn't want to bother you. Maybe you're already at work. Hey, uh, Roethlisberger's out for the season, but he hurt his, uh, what did he hurt, his shoulder or his, oh, he hurt his elbow. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> his elbow. He hurt his elbow. His okay, ass- bye-bye. Roethlisberger's shoulder, no, his elbow. That's good. That was just an appetizer. Right. Then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then some existential stuff starts okay. to go down over there. Take a listen to Kent Brown's mom's. This isn't about movies and TVs. That's usually what she weighs That's in on. That's her expertise. That's her area. No, no, no. This is this is just uh, one from the gut. Take a listen. Yeah, I was disappointed. Wade didn't come over to cut my grass. He was supposed to come over. We were going to have corn on a cob and hamburgers. But he said he told Robbie he was going to get Red Lobster. Because they're having that lob, that that shrimp fest. He said he forgot, and then Robbie called him, and he said he'll be over here on Thursday. Then, ooh, there's a giant spider on the floor. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay, give me a call. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> the range of human emotion, right? Yeah, that's uh, well, one shrimp fest. So. Let's rally the troops, get to the Red Lobster. Did she call it the Red Lobster? Corn I feel like she on did. the cob. I, want, I, want to know, I hope she called it the Red Lobster. The Red Lobster. Uh, and then, hey, spider on the floor. You know, just stream of consciousness. Hey, my, oh, it's spider on the floor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you hear the... Yep. 
Not a spider on the <laughs> no floor. No spider on the floor any longer, yeah. A lot more flies in the uh, Brown household, you know. Spider not eating them, so there well, you go. Well, I mean, I, you know, like I say, my uh, con- I'm a connoisseur of the Pittsburgh accent. As a connoisseur of Kent Brown's mom's voicemails, I think that's top that three. Might, that, that's got a shot... Well, the publisher's clearinghouse is number one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the when, when the publisher's clearinghouse came to town. I don't know. I, the, my favorite ever is is Guess Who Died. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. You're that's, right. That's, that's, you're right. That's, you're right. That's, you're right. Guess that's Who right. Died is one. Guess, guess Who Died. Guess Who Died. Pause. Oh my. Uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Whitey Bulger. <laughs> that's, right. that's the best. You're absolutely right. I stand corrected. Thank you, Kent Brown. Darn and right. More importantly, thank you, Your Kent mother. Brown's mom. mom. Keep them coming. Now, now it's uh, the the world is our oysters. I thought it was only. Uh, movies and TV, but now that she can just wait. I don't know, man. Shrimp Fest at Red Lobster for 20 (laughs) seconds. Think about how short her voicemails usually are, right? It's like, oh, hey, Ken, it's Mom. (laughs) I wanted to call you and tell you I love... Oh, the news is on. I got to go. You know, and and to you 20 seconds on Shrimp Shrimp Fest, Fest. it's some dude named Robbie. Uh, (laughs) That's that's pretty good. I was disappointed. I thought Robbie was going to come over. (laughs) Shrimp Fest. He's going to do corn on the cob. <laughs> hey, right. um, before we get to the red challenge flag picks, I w- I'm curious, um, like I say, I was being um, ironic, maybe handsome, when I right. said you're supposed to swoon for the two and other teams. I say football season is long. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw dirt on an 0-2 team just yet, and conversely, don't get over your skis about somebody that's un- I I also kind of balk at the idea of calling a team undefeated. At two and out, seems right. premature. Yeah. Call them something else. Um, the Bills but, are undefeated. Yeah, I, I, it it seems a little severe. But anywho, what zero and two team is in the most trouble? Handsome, I'll mm-hmm. start with you. Who's really whose goose is cooked at this point? Besides the Dolphins, right? I mean, yeah, they're not. They 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 want their. They they in fact want to eat their own goose. Can you put um, a, to use your phrase? Maybe put a finer point on it. Like we know that, that we fancy, yes, that yeah. we fancy. Okay, maybe. not the Cardinals, either. yeah, right, not the Giants, not the not Giants, Bengals, right? I mean, I think uh, going back to that division, the Jets were a team that I think you and others had said maybe this is a team that could be a, a wild card step. team that could have a shot at the at the Patriots, and it's very clear that putting Sam Donald's illness aside. That they weren't anywhere close to being ready you, to, to. You felt that way watching the Monday night game that it had Sam Dar- Sam Darnold been out there, the result would have been the same. Yeah, really, absolutely. You think this is a crummy team? Um, without Sam Darnold? Well, no. We, I, I, if I, Sam Darnold were out there, I mean, look, it was a weird loss, right? In week one, they're dominating. They're up sixteen nothing. Right. They create four turnovers, and then somehow it slips away. And I, I think that. You know, that could have been that moment, that tipping point for Josh Allen to take that next step versus Sam Darnold taking the next step. We'll never know because of the, the mono situation. I think he's going to be out a little while there. Um, so it's hard to tell, you know, because the, the Monday nighter was so strange, I think, because of all the circumstances surrounding the Jets. But now you've got Jamal Adams on following teams and taking names out of his bio. And, I mean, it, it really... I mean, it got ugly in a hurry. There. It, it yeah. is snowballing fast, and, and, and it does feel. But C.J. Mosley and Darnold both being down just felt to me yeah. like the football sure. gods have chosen not to smile on the 2019 Jets. Which is why I would suggest that they're in trouble. Yeah. You know what else? Who else is in trouble? The one Jags. of any spaghetti because oh. well, the Jags are doomed. That's yeah, the other one. The Jags are, but spaghetti. I mean, are you happy to be a Giants fan right now? Do you think at least in the head-to-head of the two New York football teams? 
Do you feel better being a Giants fan right now than uh, had you chosen the Jets in your youth? Um, I would say, I would say because we've seen Darnold play and the Jets have still been pretty lackluster, it's almost you're almost in a better position to be, you know, uh, a fan of the Giants and to, to see what Daniel Jones may have. Now, Daniel Jones very well could be absolutely awful. The Giants may have the number one overall pick and they'll move on, kind of like what you know the the Cardinals did with the, with Rosen because we've seen that now. So I would say, for the time being, the Giants. Let's David, look, it doesn't look like Eddie can find the light in your bathroom. <laughs> Do you want to show him where the switch is? We, all of our budget was spent on monitors. the ball bound, just for our okay. fun. I thought it would make it more fun to... See, I, yeah. I thought he was in the disco party room with the black light. <laughs> he was look just clubbing. Look, at, let's see. Uh, it, it, talk about, uh, in the span of about 20 minutes, spaghetti. He's I that was, handsome man in the background. Yeah. As you, well, as you see, that's how close I was to spaghetti on draft night. And when the name Daniel Jones was announced, there were some words that came out of Spaghetti's mouth. <laughs> While the image, oh, can we get the image back on the screen? Is that possible? While Eddie continues to party, doesn't Eddie look like the guy that like uh, met his parents for dinner and they're like, "Hey, you got to wear a coat at this restaurant." <laughs> in the general use coat. To put over his shirt. That, that is so accurate. So Money, that is very accurate. I, I don't think I've worn that, and I couldn't tell you how long. They're like, "Oh, you need to wear a suit jacket for this event of the draft." And I was like, "Ah, oh, crap!" And it was like 95 degrees with terrible humidity there. I was sweating all day. It was a, it was a mess. It was a great thrill, though, yeah. for me personally. After spaghetti just was disgusted <laughs> about the announcement. Of Daniel Jones, the 20 minutes later, Daniel Jones was coming by. Hey! And they said, do you guys want Daniel Jones? And I said, oh. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Please bring him in here bring so that if for, uh, only for the photo. We have to get this photo <laughs> to hear how Spaghetti handles it. And, and may I say, you handled it with a plum. Thank you. Here's, you know, yeah, coming out of that photo, what did he say? You know what? I had my doubts before, but after seeing the size of his hands and how broad his shoulders are, and he was a very nice guy, I feel great about the Giants' future. <laughs> great about future. the pick. His greatest virtue, he looks a lot like Eli. <laughs> um, Not dissimilar to Eddie as well, actually. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, but, you know, Spaghetti touches on the trades that we've seen. Guys now, and by the way, I'm all for on a human level that uh, the proletariat is having a stronger hand in where they find themselves in, in, mm. in the football. It, what? Well, to some, to some extent. I mean, more than we've ever seen, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. that guys are actually demanding trades and getting traded. Guys are sitting out entire seasons and still finding themselves, even though it that. might not be as much as a million bucks. I am a little bit, but from a fan perspective. I for said a on a human level. I didn't say from okay. a fan perspective. All right, I, I was taking a fan perspective. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but you take your human You be a human, I'll be a fan. I, well, I do. Th what about Saquon Barkley? I think that they are, that's been a recurring theme, obviously, for the last year plus for us here, is that Saquon is dynamite, and you can make a pretty powerful case. He's the best running back in the NFL right now, but he's a luxury that a team that's not going to the playoffs this year should yeah, but, really indulge, right? Shouldn't but they? it's a different situation because the like a team that doesn't have a quarterback at all then that might be an argument to make it. The Giants, I mean, I think we are, we in fact had the conversation about whether they should have drafted Saquon last year without the right. quarterback. Now they've got the quarterback. Taking him away as makes a weapon no sense, yeah. makes no sense. You were talking about Jared Goff earlier on. Jared Goff thrived because of the play action in Sean McVay's offense. With, with Gurley now diminished, it, 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 that goes yeah. away. I think, I think remove... I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying, but I think now will be the wrong, exactly the wrong time to do it. That's what... 
he need Daniel Jones needs. Sure, yeah, fair, to, fair point. To be able to, I just, wor- I, I just feel bad for the guy that he, he's basically going to be Walter Payton, 2.0, putting up humongous numbers in the first half decade of his career. And what's it going to amount to? I know you can turn things around more quickly yeah. in today's NFL, but we're assuming a great deal with that defense being that far away. Um, I think they would do themselves a favor, perhaps. I mean, you could get a bounty based on what you see. But what do you do with Tunsil, it? Well, I mean, th- then that's the debate about Handsome's team, is what are the Dolphins doing? It seems like they've crossed over some line here. It's like, you know that that talent will still help. You're still going to wind up with the worst, but with the with the number one pick here. Why are you giving away assets right. that you're going to need in 2020? Well, you're going to have to. You, you, I mean, we. It's. I say it a lot, but whether it comes to replacing a coach or a quarterback, like, tell me how you're going to improve on what you've got. We had the conversation for years about Andy Dalton or whatever. Like, okay, well, what's the plan? How do you mm. get better than that? So when the Dolphins, or in this case the Giants, that would be trading that away, you've got to go and use those draft picks wisely or use the cap space you have wisely to be able to, re- to at least replace and presumably to improve on what you had before. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to, to have traded it away. In the case of Miami, my concern is they are charging the same people that got them in the hole that they're digging their way Precisely, out of right. with, okay, great, here's all this cap space, here are all these picks. We're going to let the same people that didn't draft well for the last however many years and then just offloaded all the assets that they did draft sensibly. The ones that they did hit on right. are now being given away and being at... Do it again now. Do it again. Yeah. Why? Why Why didn't they just stand And let's not forget those? that Tunsil landed in but, their but laps as well. Now, that was an accident. This is now anyway. the flip side of your position on the Giants. You know, the Dolphins don't have their quarterback. So you know, I, do, I, I do not agree, even though they got two ones with the Tunsil trade. It is clear that that is the toughest position to fill in the NFL now, offensive tackle. There's and just not very many of them one. around. And it's tough to draft one. It's, right. You're never going to sign one. Uh, you see the money that average ones to below average ones are getting. So that was a mistake. But I kind of get the, we've got to get a quarterback. That's what's, what has to happen. So let's no amass doubt. as many cracks at that as we can get. And now they have five picks in the next two drafts that are going to be populated with awesome quarterbacks in Tua and Herbert and Fromm and Love and Lawrence the following year. And maybe they'll be great, maybe they won't, but at least it, at least when it comes to that position... Hey, you've bought more tickets they've to got, the lottery. Yes, exactly. They've uh, got something going I, I there. Think and that, that, to me, is the most important thing for that team. Yeah, when they started the process, though, I think they were like, let's amass picks so that we can trade up for it. Then they don't need to trade right. up. There. Well, that's they're the, going to have the number one point. pick. Right at this the, point, now it's gone too far. The other point about you know they they're definitely locked in on Tua specifically as a left-handed quarterback. Tunsil becomes a little bit less valuable a as a as a left tackle. So I guess from that sense, when they got offered the bounty that they did get for him and for Kenny Stills by the Texans, maybe it, maybe it did make sense because they're going to end up with a guy whose who's blind side is going to be the other pointed right. the other direction. I love that point, Handsome. You know, Thanks, in Dave. the heaps and heaps of takes that are provided for us on social media and podcasts and TV and otherwise, that's a thought that I have not By heard way, anywhere else. I love that. Uh, Thank you very much, Dave. To, I really uh, appreciate and that. Laramie Can I go up? now? I but feel wait, like no, no, I'd like there, you to stay. There okay. is perhaps a little plot twist, you know, and, and you think about the ownership in Miami and him being embattled with the Trump support and the players pushing back on that and Kenny Stills being shipped out of town. Tua can go back to school. For he's sure. Not, he's not done. He, yeah. he still oh. has another year left at Alabama if he decides... I don't want part of that. 
That's right. he, he can pull an you know he, he could pull, pull an Eli. Luck, he can pull an Eli and, and say just and say to go there. yeah I'm not going there. I'm well, not going to go there. And he has it, a family as invest. I mean I think they moved from yes. Hawaii to to Alabama. That they're just as invested in his future as Eli's family right. was, and they could very easily so that's, say that's this a is possibility. Not, this that is not they may need us. a right-handed guy in Justin yep. Herbert because yeah. the left day will not come. As as I'm inclined to do this brings us back to where we started with uh, with the Steelers quarterback situation. And I think that this idea that, well, what the, the yield is going to be, bear with us, Dolphins fans, for this uh, season because next year you're going to see this, uh, this all this young talent rolling in here. That's not a certainty that it's going to go that way. I think <laughs> NFL GMs tend to be, but you see people loosening up perhaps because players are now inserting themselves into the conversation saying, I want out of here, and now it, it becomes untenable and you move that guy on. I, I think that this notion that just bear with us, we're going to go through a stinker of a season, is bad. This is an entertainment industry yeah. after all. And as I said to a lot of people who were calling for, well, good, this is good that Roethlisberger's done mm-hmm. now because uh, they're going to stink and they're going to get a top pick. Yeah, what about 2019? The the future is uncertain, right? How about right now, a talented team? I don't think that they're going to just raise the white flag and sit out the rest of the season. That's not the Steeler way. Well, and they and, traded their first-round pick. And, so they, well, and they did, and, so and their defense that's, that's is that. loaded. I yeah. mean, you know, there's, there's well, not many are, excuses for that defense not to be the best in the league. Who no longer has any excuses is Mike Tomlin. People would want to put the blame on Keith Butler, the defensive coordinator, who is, in fact, nominally in charge of that defense, but it's Mike Tomlin, and specifically his area of expertise is alleged to be the secondary. And yet this is a team that year after year after year you keep hearing coming out of devastating losses like, uh, yeah, bad communication on the back end. How about fix the communication on the back end already? It's only been five years at this point. So, okay, since Dick LeBeau went on. All right, that's that rant. But I philosophically say... Don't play for next year. I don't like the process. I would not want to be a fan of a of a process. It's no, not a sport you can do that. Not not with the level of physicality. You cannot ask individuals to go out there when the organizational intent is to lose as many games as possible to draft someone that's not even on the team. It's just you can make a case that it makes sense in basketball and that it's worked out for teams like the the Sixers, but in football it's just, it's not a sport you can do that. You can't send those individuals out there to play this game, this level of physicality, contact, yeah, violence, right. and expect to, to be, well, you know, that that's how you get a player revolt and guys that just refuse to come out of the locker room. I'm not going to do it. Uh, and know. I won't denigrate tanking the last portion of a season, but for the record, the Sixers thing has officially been a failure. I don't care. Unless they rip off three or four in a row here. It's a oh, fail. I don't agree this, with that. This wait has been way too long. But they, Oh, I wouldn't agree with that at all because they never were able to get free agents. So their point is the only way we're going to get elite talent here is if we draft it, develop it, and convince it to stay. And that worked with Joel Embiid. And that, I mean, look at Jimmy Butler. He could have had a fifth year, a guy that's been beat to heck by Tom Thibodeau in Chicago and had a fallen out in Minnesota, and they offered him a five-year max deal. And he's like, nope. I'm going to leave Philadelphia, go to Miami. I think, you know, that was kind of the idea is if you draft these guys like Ben Simmons, like Joel Embiid, they'll stay. They'll, they'll, they'll be connected to the community, and we can convince them to stay in Philadelphia. So I think that's the one, at least that was kind of my understanding of it. It wasn't just let's not take as many bites at the apple for rookies as we can, but also it's too hard for us to get these guys like Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler to sign in Philadelphia to play for the Sixers. So we're going to have to find it through the draft. All right, perhaps you're right on that. I'll uh, I'll back down. I'll I'll uh, defer to you, the NBA <laughs> yeah. expert. See, we we ten foot poles, biting apples, sure. NBA shrimp fest. It's not just for <laughs> it doesn't stop. Robbie should have come over. But now it is football. 
<laughs> I'm pumped about Ronnie's too. All right, let's get to it. The week three red challenge flag picks. Red, red challenge flag picks. Again, that was poor timing. I don't. I, I don't. Was want it to make it, yeah, make us do it again. I was following your lead. I was a yeah, guard. Yeah, why were you? My, so, yeah. Because my hand I'm was sorry? touching your hand. You were the center. I yeah. was a guard. I was following I was on, your wait, lead. Dave, you were about to. I, say what you were going to say. Why was I so what? You just. You're not the lead. Your name's on the. I was on, on the time, door, friend. This is your house. I'm center. like James Brown. I'm calling out the baseline. You guys blew it. Not this guy. That's not true. Of course. You Never, Dave. To, you want me to turn my head and look at you for the snap, and Aaron Donald's going to blow right over me? No, I got to have you in my periphery. I'm touching your hand, and when you snap the ball, I'm ready to go. That's T what I need. Touch his hand. Let's I'm all touch hands this time. Here we go. Let's go. Ready? I was just so excited for Ronnie. Yeah, so good. All right, here we, go. here we go. The Red Challenge flag page for week three. Red Challenge flag Right again now. That, listen, We're going to get it. No, listen. There's a saboteur in our ranks, yeah. and it was someone that wanted us holding the hands on the screen <laughs> for, for an longer. awkward four seconds. For I don't appreciate it. All right, one more time. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Red Challenge Flag that was worth That's it. it. Yeah, there we that go. was worth yeah, it. We, thank that's, you for thank you very we much. We backed up 10 yards, two false starts. Thank you. Your yep. reward for hanging with us, a barn burner in the NFC. Ooh. Actually, I, I was saying that uh, in a glib manner, but right. actually the Lions are 1-0-1. Oh, They're not uh, <laughs> They just beat your team, money. Yeah, I mean, come on. They average like three yards per carry. Chargers put up 450 yards on them. Sounds like now they did force. A I don't think we're going to need any challenge. I don't think we're going to need any flags yeah, for this. Think, well, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Handsome Hank, you start us off here with this game. Why? That's the game we're, we're starting off with. Why did we, we put? Why did we put it? We don't need this one on the list. We're all Whoever made the list is they an have idiot. No chance. The Detroit Lions have zero chance against the Eagles. Oh, they have a chance. They have they a every team. Every but, Sunday, teams fine. line up against each other. Dave, let's play the game. Go ahead. you have? The Eagles, money. You throw the flag? Well, Come I on, then, do but it. I okay, want to say on Wednesday, the Eagles took all of practice off because they're so beaten up. Well, either you could put it that way or they could say, well, we're playing the Lions this weekend. Who cares? <laughs> now that, Maybe we just don't need it. I would love if That's Carson Wentz got in front of the microphone like, like, boy, the injuries are that bad, Carson. Nah, nah. just the Lions. Yeah, like, the how, Lions. Got to get your rest where you can get it. I had some laundry to do. <laughs> I tried to get I tried to get into your bathroom, but there was some right. New York guy, some in, guy there in there, there and the dog. I don't know what was going on, but all right, so we'll move on. We're gonna all go with the Eagles yes. here. They remain. I mean, when we talk about, I said earlier, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. I think you'd be hard pressed to find many people who say the Eagles are not going to be in the mix by the end right. of it. And uh, I thought that they um, look pretty. I actually imagine by the way. how bad a loss would that have been for the Falcons. I, we don't. Oh, yeah. have to, ruminate on that for too long because they survived that game. But if they would have lost to, to the Eagles as constituted, as banged up as Philly was down there and blown that lead, oof. And when it's all said and done, now that uh, Minka has found his way to uh, Pittsburgh, Jalen Ramsey's got to be an Eagle. I mean, we all know that, right? That's, I think that's the way this story yeah. ends. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, they, I thought it was Dallas. No. No, this, is, this has got Eagles written all over it. It definitely does. Not KC? Not KC. KC seems, I mean, to, I mean the, by... 
their public pronouncements are not interested in giving up two ones. For I'd say I'd say Eagles. They tried to get Tunsil. They were in on Minka, and now I gotta believe they're like, all right, I we missed out on those two. Let's make sure whether we they'll give up two ones is a different matter. Yeah. Disgruntled, high pedigree guy. What do we always say? Who are the '70s Raiders of the 21st century? The New England Patriots. Mm. That the problem for them is they just have they got need anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, 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 how many uh, high end DBs do they need at this point? All right, here's probably the dandy of Week Three here: a rematch of a great game we saw last December, where Lamar and company almost knocked off right. Mahomes yep. in Arrowhead. That one went to overtime, and if I'm not mistaken, that was the debut of the no look pass, if uh, if memory serves. I just remember that Tyree Kill play where they had him dead to rights and bang, just the cheetah in that speed. It's like, yeah, that's that's it. That's the game. You play it perfectly for three quarters and ten minutes and bang. Yeah, right. And oh, the other the, the other thing that uh, I think was debuted were, were those nice purple pants at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big upgrade. Big upgrade yep. for them. All right, Matt Money Smith, let's get to it. It's the Baltimore Ravens. 2-0, not undefeated, but they're 2-0, and and the Chiefs have the same record. Ravens, Chiefs, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Choose. Ravens. Oh! thinking about I was th- I, if you hadn't forth. done that I'd have done it but yeah. but because you did it I decided to throw a flag all right you. handsome you threw the flag why uh, because I my, I mean my argument for the Ravens winning the game would have been excuse me that's my argument well but your arguments why the Chiefs win I, know, I no, no, get but, to do the Ravens but what I'm gonna argument. say is that I had an argument in my head for why the Ravens would mm-hmm. win but I didn't believe it as thoroughly as I believe my argument for why the Chiefs would win so I think the Ravens could win by really emphasizing the running game, by really keeping the ball out of out of Mahomes' hands, because as good as their defense is, you know Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to score points against against that team. I just can't buy that they're going to be able to a keep it out of his hands for long enough, and b their defense be able to stop him often enough for them not to score more points than them. Hence the Chiefs. All right, money. Why don't you defend your Ravens pick? Well, no Tyree Kill, and that's this. This will be the game where you see what changes when there is not Tyree Kill on the field against a solid defense that played it perfectly last year. Granted, they lost some pieces, so I think you will see how much different that team is going to look without the threat because that it's like Steph Curry on the Warriors. It just mm-hmm. it, it changes yep. everything when you have to figure out what to do with Hill. Uh, two. They have not shown they can run the ball so far this year, and they're beat up. You know, Damian Williams beat up. Sean McCoy is beat up. I, I know that, that Darwin had a nice preseason against threes and fours, but that's not Different. Kareem Hunt. Yep. That's not what mowed through the league last year. Their offensive line is beat up. It looks like that defensive line still kind of trying to get things figured out. And, and I think much like Tyree Kill is, that's Lamar Jackson right now. Like, you, you know, he still can't throw outside the numbers, but it doesn't matter. Because you're so terrified of him breaking loose that that middle of the field is wide open still. And and until someone slows it down, I'm going to ride it. If this one's nip and tuck, I wonder how we'll emerge from it. But if one team smokes the other, again, it'll still be early in the season and time to, to round into shape in time for January either way. But I do think, yeah, I think that 
that that they can just bang them, that the Ravens can come in there and just steamroll them. And I don't know that the Chiefs are going to have an answer for that. And they might feel exposed after that game that that'll be the recipe to take down the Chiefs. And then conversely, Mahomes is starting to feel like, and I've been, uh, I always, uh, the, the, the cynics who are out there, the curmudgeons who I have to wait and see what this guy's going to do. I get that. But Mahomes now, what is it? 20 starts into the league. I'm starting to become such a believer that he can fix, he can cover fix up everything. anything. Right. Yeah. Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Some of the thro- right. There, there are properly four or five human beings that can do that at quarterback. You can have bums all over the place. I'm starting to think Mahomes might be able to get away yeah. with that with some of the throws sure. that he's pulled off lately. They're, they're in here. I just think it's I more how ty- you would to, defend to me it's Tyreek Hill. I think I don't think people recognize how important that guy is, how, you know, to what they want to do, what Andy Reid wants to do, how much is cued off of that one player for that offense to work. And look, the guy's brilliant. You know, he's done it so many times with so many different players. I just, to me, this is the week where you're like, ooh, so that's, that's what happens when Tyreek's yeah. not out there. I think Could be. You know what? Can I, I no jive? The no jive policy exists here in my home as well as in Studio 66, and I think money's turned me around. I think the Ravens are going to. Well, he poured the foundation. He was supposed to make a case for the Chiefs, and he's like, "Here's why right. I would have taken the Ravens." But, but, but I don't. Yeah, but but, but the the I magic the, the magic that. that you said about Mahomes just right. now is is the is the X factor for me that makes me not be able. Has it to, supplanted the magic of Aaron Rodgers, where we would just take the Packers and we would just say, "Well, I just we Aaron haven't Rodgers seen the magic at this point." We haven't point, seen the magic that now. Level. Mahomes yeah. has become that guy. We're like, yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. Well, uh, but that? then again, he could be returned to Earth uh, by the hand of the purple pants uh, visitors. On I Sunday saw you wearing those at yoga this morning, Dave. Hmm. Is that right? Your personal. purple. Don't tell oh, my sorry. Personal details. Just that's when right. I came into your home, that's well, what you were wearing. Studios in the garage. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You were late for jazzercise class, <laughs> and Dino and I did notice it. Right. Is that right? I'll be there um, on time tomorrow. Now let's go to the Giants and the Bucks. What? And it's fascinating. You don't want to pick that game? I mean, Is that really on there? Oh, my gosh. Because it's Daniel Jones, and the, the Bucks are coming off a pretty nice victory win. there on I Thursday mean, they Night won. Football. Yeah. They, won, they won the game. On it the was, road? That was it nice. Was James worst, Winston. It was with one his, of, well, it's your turn. With it, with his he chose. Pick. I chose. I think, I think that James Choose. Winston was really confronting his, uh, his uh, an existential career crisis. In that there. game. He looked bad again, and coming off of week one against San Francisco, how many more turns is he going to get? I don't know that uh, Bruce Arians has his successor sitting there behind him, but I think that the book would get closed on Jameis Winston as a long-term option for the Buccaneers and maybe for um, any NFL team as a starting QB. And then all of a sudden he flipped the switch and made some really nice throws against a good defense and won the game. I mean, I'm, listen, I didn't say he's heading uh, to the Hall yeah. of Fame, but... That was a nice little positive moment. Maybe Bruce Arians, who's turned the Colts around and turned the Cardinals around. Why so cynical, Hanson? No, I, I, well, two things. First of all, I don't know if Bruce has the stomach to, for a complete rebuild in Tampa. The, that's, to, that's an aside. I watched that game um, cover to cover, and I've got to say that's the worst offensive game of football I've seen in, in many Bucks. years. The yeah. Panthers-Bucks game was as bad as, I, it, as, was it, poor. as it gets. But like I say, Jameis did make some nice throws. Um, all right. Now, you choose, Dave. Go I will on. pick it. All right, here we go. Giants with Daniel Jones at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Self, choose the New York Giants. Oh, money. You, you, you're playing Come possum on. this whole time. Come on. 
taking the Buccaneers. You're taking Daniel Jones in his first start. I buy. Come on. I Why buy not? the short-term spark. Unless I like the, guy's the spark. A bum, exactly. I think I that like that a spark. No, nah, I think Todd Bowles, experienced defensive coordinator, he's going to throw every every five-man front. Take a guess who's coming, DJ, because you don't know. And that's just it's, – it's tough. I think it's a tough matchup. They're not very talented on defense. Uh, at the same time, I just think that's asking an awful lot uh, on the road against experienced coaches and coordinators that are pretty darn good at what they do and, and, and Todd Bowles and, and Bruce Arians. I think there's enough there that it's just – that's a lot. Couldn't what? they lean on that running back they have instead? They could. And the offensive line's been okay. That's, that's for sure. I just – the defense is terrible. So, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's it's terrible. So, well, and they do have a, a decent run game there, it would appear, right. in Tampa, at least based on how they looked yeah. against Carolina. Um, I think, though, that where we started in, you know, in summertime talking about the Giants is, yeah, the defense is, is junk, and that's clear. But the other side is, first of all, yeah, obviously a veteran, savvy defensive coordinator has the advantage over a rookie QB. But also, we don't know what Daniel Jones is going to look like in the NFL. So that's a little bit of a curveball. Todd Bowles has nothing to work off of, of what Daniel Jones' tendencies are going to be. And you have the best running back in the game. And Evan Ingram, as we foretold, is splashing early on. I think they can make some hay against a mediocre to poor NFL Yeah, it feels like a sort of 17-13 type of game. I, that much I agree with. Neither so. team is good. That's yes. wild. Neither team going to the playoffs. Right. We've just spent six minutes talking about that. Too much. You didn't turns out, it was, turns out, whichever guy it. put this on here is a genius. <laughs> Nicely done there, Eddie Spaghetti. Now let's turn to what's going to be <laughs> Still can't find the light, though. Up in San Francisco, nay, Santa Clara. <laughs> I see the camera moving <laughs> to pick him up in the dark over there. There, there he is. Go, I'm right. looking good. I feel like we should have a club. Eddie, I think, I like, think it's on the left of the door. I think it's on the left of the door. Is this better? Just there we go. T- Look at that. Touch around it's like a the, blue. It's like touch a around on the light. wall. Hey, you come here often. <laughs> <laughs> I came. I, I heard Oakenfold was gonna be spinning, <laughs> but it's hot Carl Cox. I like these beats. You Wrap into Miami this base? Up. I gotta meet Ronnie at Shrimp Fest. Let's go. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> 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 Can't you just see Eddie like leaning against the wall in a club? Like everyone's dancing and he's just judging everybody looking around. Like, hey. I don't so, dance. Uh, I, I don't do clubs. Two, I went Vegas see, was two weeks ago. I don't do clubs. I'm, I'm not going to get out there and look like a fool dancing around. <laughs> Listen, the only reason I'm here is because my friends came. And I don't want to be a party pooper, all right? But I'm not dancing. I'm just going to lean against the wall and drink this beer. That's very accurate. Uh, all right, here we go. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whose turn is it? Handsome. Uh, handsome. I think you it might be mine. Honors here. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. under center. Yep. At the 2-0 and San Francisco Does he know how to play under center? I think I well I hope he will. Because Ben really didn't a whole lot. You know what? Well, we'll get into that okay. as we uh, dissect this one a little. You said bit. under center, kind of piqued my Steelers, Niners, a handsome QB gonna, matchup. Well, huh? handsome QBs and just a great look. You don't get this uniform matchup often enough. It's a good one. It's going to look nice. There have been some wonky results when these two teams uh, play each other over the years as well. 
15 and 1 San Francisco 49ers of what year was that? 1984, the only team to vanquish them. Mark Malone's Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm, Maybe that? Mason Rudolph can uh, repeat that feat. Here we go, handsome Steelers, Niners, choose. I'm going to pick the home team 49ers. Money? Thinking. Go ahead. Have some fun. Live. Are the Steelers an 0-3 team? You, uh, you owe it to Mason Rudolph after you disparaged him. I you took said, the Seahawks last week, though, and it paid off for me in the Red Challenge flag picks. You did, right. <clears throat> Nick Bosa. Nah, I'm going to take the Niners. Dave? All three yeah, of we're, us. We're How are they going to get to that record of yours? Well, first of all, I, I, that, that one's off. That I said ten and six for the Steelers, the quarterback. Oh, I see. You get another. You get another. This is another mulligan here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Last year doesn't count neither. And this uh, year doesn't this count one. either. Listen, because it didn't go I, your way. I told you that the Niners were going to be good this year. Garoppolo's look good. I last I week say, was fantastic. Yeah. Do not worry about what you see in August. Oh, he threw. He threw. Uh, the interceptions in practice. Yeah, it's practice. Who cares? Uh, That's what practice to, is for. To invoke uh, Allen Iverson's, uh, Iverson's uh, famous There's line. A little under center play, action touchdown. Well, that's yep. what I was going to say. The one thing that they do, and obviously anyone Ooh, would look be at foolish. That. That's nice. Anyone would be foolish to make a case that uh, this offense will be better without Roethlisberger. Um, but it's but Roethlisberger is essentially has been for the last couple of years the offensive coordinator, and he's inclined to play hero a little bit, and he does not run a lot of stuff. Uh, He doesn't run a lot of play action. They are going to lean on that with Mason Rudolph. It had early success against the Seahawks last week. Um, And uh, uh, something we've talked about for a year now is the Rams and Patriots used a ton of play action in 2018. You see a lot of teams now mimicking that. I think the Steelers are going to try and lean on that. And again, where we started... Now, especially with Minka Fitzpatrick, maybe a little unfair to him uh, to have to now run out there and start five days after the plane lands in Pittsburgh. But he's going, well, he's going to jump on another plane and fly to San Francisco, but he's going to be starting. But the de- it's time for the defense to rise up. The pieces are there. It's time for Tomlin yeah. and Keith Butler to put it together and save the season because there is cause for some optimism right now that maybe they could turn it around and I can make a case that should they survive San Francisco, they could be playing the Ravens, who would be 3-1 and one, coming into Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and be playing for first place. It's that quick that the turnaround could happen, but not if they fall up in San Francisco. No. You know, the more I think about it, because I forgot about Joe Staley, so he's down. Right. So now you got that defensive line and those, those, those rush ends, those linebackers that are, that are going after a, a backup left tackle. Uh, you know, that's the Shanahan model. It's a lot of play action. It's a lot of, you know, seven-step, plant, throw. So, I, I do. Minka's a great player. Um, yeah, you know it's gonna be close. That's gonna be a close game. I think it'd be a good game. About it, I the, just who knows. I mean, really, can can Mason Rudolph deal with that? You know, first start. That's a good front, man, with Buckner and now Nick Bosa, who has been just destroying offensive lines in his first two games. Intimidating so, environment too for the kid to walk into. <laughs> it's, it leaves you Santa wanting. Clara. Leaves you wanting a little bit. It is. It is my least favorite. Uh, save the Oakland Alameda Coliseum, which needs to be torn down. But uh, it's it's my least favorite venue in all of of the NFL. Well, terrible like, venue. A thing I say all the time is Tomlin's virtue is being able to create short term. Uh, rally with his team, I think that you will at least see the Steelers come out there and play like their season's on the line. Right. I think that, I think sure. they will at least. Wow, we all took kinda. the Niners. How about that? Yeah. I Well, listen, they're 2-0. and See, now we've, we're the ones who got seduced by a uh, an early <clears throat> season hot start. All right. 
Texans, Chargers, money. We know he's going to choose the Chargers, yeah. but we're going to let him say it anyway. Texans, Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Oh! Oh, sorry, Dave. Not, I think I, I broke one of your ornaments. The, I'm not going against the Chargers. You almost really? knocked Here. over the, uh, the plant there. This yeah, well, is I think one of those games, an ornament back for what there. it's worth, if you buy the support of, uh, of fans alive in the stands... I don't. I bet the Texans are one of the worst. Uh, have one of the worst visitor turnouts in Carson. So California. far, what have we had? I think so far the worst turnout has been the Bengals. I believe mm, I had could, the fewest fans right. in the stands. Typically, it's fifty-fifty, yeah. uh, if not more, toward the visiting folks. Uh, I would assume the Steelers, although maybe the the Chargers catch a break and the Steelers are zero and five. If that the point. Steelers are in bad shape, the turnout they'll still will be up. depressed. Still they'll they'll show still show up. up. Aren't they? I mean, how when's the last time all the Steelers yeah. fans out here got to go see them play in L.A.? What's I, it been? I feel like this is directed years? at me. And if you think I'm going to drag my uh, my boy Jean Claude Van Damashek, his first Steelers game is going to be a stinker. You well, I probably you can't will take. Come him. on, let's do. It. We Get said him a we brand would new go. Bosa '97 jersey. A Keenan Allen 13 <laughs> best route runner in the game. You can like get one of those. You could get one of those really nice throwback Chargers caps. I believe as well. they're wearing the powder blues in that game Ooh. too. By the way, a Sunday night special. That's yeah. down the line. Who Hanson, knows? Maybe it won't why, be a Sunday night special. Why are you going with the Texans in this one? I Not that it's crazy. I find the Texans to be irresistible at the moment. Everything mm-hmm. about that offense um, is uh, is exciting to watch. They they seem to have overcome the fact that their offensive line, even with Laramie Tunsil. Is you know is not particularly good. They find ways to put up points. Uh, they've got three great receivers. I, I think you might have missed the game last week. Against well, the Jags. that's that, that was this that was the uh, pitch for Jalen Ramsey's worth two firsts. The fact that right. he was able to yeah. shut down that's DeAndre right. Hopkins yeah, and right. no one else has ever been mm-hmm. able to, and, but, and he did it. But there are two other guys who can who can also make you know help help Deshaun Watson right. move the ball there as well. I think the the def- I I just I, I like the the Texans going into into LA and being able to get a win. Well, long term, you know, as long as the season doesn't get sideways on them, if they do wind up one and two, and as long as they can uh, stay relevant into October, I think that offense is going to emerge as maybe the best in the AFC when it's all done. But in the meantime, like you say, even with Tunsil, the offensive line isn't uh, isn't dominating. That's a bad matchup going into. Carson, California, to see the defensive front that the Chargers are going to bring out. But the Chargers, I mean, but that defensive front, as good as it is on paper, doesn't seem to have, didn't seem to be able to do it against the Lions last week. Oh, no, they did. From what I saw. Yeah, they did. I mean, they shut down the run, and that's what the Lions were committed to. Right. Uh, they had one, I'll say this, though, like the, the major issue is going to come down to who is on Hopkins. I mean, they are down, not their, you know, Casey Hayward's one cornerback. The other side of the field, they're on their third guy on the death chart. So they finally had to start traveling uh, Casey with Galladay just because, you know, that it wasn't happening. They were picking on Brandon Faison too much. And if they can figure out a way to do that, and if Will Fuller is healthy and, you know, Kenny Stills, who's shown to be, you know, pretty darn good in this offense, that could be a long day. I mean, Deshaun can extend plays with his feet. The one thing about Watson, though, is he'll hold the ball and be too long, yep. you know, and that's where – you know, you can create turnovers. Well, the beat is also, it's a beat too long and it's a beat shorter than it would normally be because of the line. So once the the Lions weren't able to run the ball, what happened? Matt Stafford threw two interceptions. So, you know, I I think the the front showed how dominant they can be out there. Um, 
the offensive line's been a lot better than I think we had thought it was going to be for the Chargers. You know, when Russell Okun, who's been down with his pulmonary embolism, was going to be out for what looks to be, you know, maybe the season, who knows, until he gets the green light. Sam Tebby's turned into a fantastic right tackle. I mean, like, legitimately one of the best right tackles in the league, specifically run blocking, and you'll see that's the edge that Jackson and, and Eckler are going to, and they're ripping off seven, eight yards of carry. But that left side, man, that is a major concern with J.J. Watt over there, or Merciless, however, they, or both of them on the same side, right. and that that could be a big issue for the Chargers on Sunday. Quickly, before we wrap things up here, I hope that uh, you have the access, and I love Melvin Gordon. He's uh, a delightful love fella. Uh, I would like you to videotape, though, the discussion when he goes to the Chargers to talk about what week he's going to come back because he inevitably does have to come back unless he wants to blow uh, going into free agency this offseason. So when he announces, hey, great news, I'm back, like, uh, you know, take your time, yeah. Melvin. You know, you yeah, don't have Eckler's to. Been pretty good. I mean, the fumble notwithstanding, and that was a brutal fumble. I mean, you, you know, one of the pivotal plays that helped cost them the game. But man, he is—he is a great running back. Yeah. There's just no two ways about it. Uh, he is strong. He's fearless between the tackles. Has great vision. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Lev, Love Bell. Um, Saquon, Zeke, maybe are the only other guys I can think of in the league that can make that catch that he made on that sideline throw. I mean, that was a wide receiver catch. And adjusting to the ball, having a tight window, focus on, you know, with a cornerback and coverage, uh, that sideline throw that he caught to extend a, a drive on third down was something. Um, he's a really good player, but remember, he's also a smaller guy. So that's where you wonder, come week five, six, is it still the same Austin Eckler? Mm -hmm. And they've done a good job. Well, you know, then that would be the perfect yeah, That would be the great exactly. time for him to come back. So, exactly. so Melvin Gordon to play savior there. And uh, Handsome, last <clears throat> yes. pick. Last where pick. did the uh, where did the Rams first start playing pro football? Ooh, good one. Where did the Rams first start playing pro football? In Cleveland, Dave. It was in Cleveland. That's absolutely right. They're paying a visit to their original home. Back home, Cleveland, huh? Ohio, to play the team that is there now, but then left there. wasn't there. there. And but then now left came there, back. But then they're a new organization was like, we're now the Browns. But it was like, well, the Browns moved to Baltimore, right. didn't they? But anyhow, it's the Rams. Yes. It's the Browns. Choose. Um, hmm. That's a tough one, isn't it? It is. It actually is a tough one. I'm going to choose the Browns. Thanks. Yeah. Money, explain yourself. Why are you doing Aaron Donald. It, that, that's, it's a nightmare for Baker Mayfield. Um, yep. that, that pressure straight up the middle is exactly what he struggles with. Right. And that, to me, is the difference in this game. Now, the reason why it's tough is because look what happened to Jared Goff last year when Khalil Mack was heating him up on the edge. And I'm not sold on that offensive line. They got issues on the inside. Right. And any, anywhere that there isn't someone named Andrew Whitworth, the Rams have issues on the offensive line. And we know Jared Goff does not do well in a dirty pocket when he's under pressure. That's I mean, why it's a and, tough one. And that is going to happen. Yeah. Miles Garrett's proved that exactly. He's gonna... So, but I just, I think we're going to see a, another bad Baker game where you yep. could see a two, three interception game here, um, and and that's the difference. Well, I also, we know Marcus Peters can get smoked on occasion, and sure. uh, that's a bad matchup for him. But ultimately, it's a coach's league, as we say, and uh, I'll take Wade, Wade. matching wits with Freddie Kitchens really? over 60 minutes. <laughs> you sure? You sure about that, Dave? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by yeah. that okay. one. You're not going to talk me out of that one. And Sean McVay, for that matter, should be able to, to take care of business against Cleveland, who 
splashy. Miles Garrett looked like uh, looked like what we had forecasted, like most people forecasted for him coming into this year. But I do ultimately, I'll lean yeah. on uh, on yeah. the coaching staff of the Rams yep. as the reason for victory. All right, anything else, fellas? How long do we go here, Spaghetti? Want to make a guess? How long uh, have you been I in the bathroom? I feel like we went for? longer than. I anticipated us going. I would agree with that. Go, yeah, I would agree. We have gone one hour. I'm going to try to do it right here. I'm going to say that we went Let's one all have hour a guess. and nine minutes. One hour and three minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, I Money cheated. has a watch on. It's 108, right? Um, it's, yeah, cl- close. Money oh, 107. Is, yeah. Because we... Yeah. It, I guess I started my stopwatch late because I'm at 105, so, yeah. but it's I mean, the we show is at 11. It's literally a live not, time I'm show. Not. So good for you, Odell. You got the time right. Have a great time yeah. uh, this weekend hosting the Texans. There you I go. don't know. I I, I don't even. I'm know just what staying the, here, Dave. Oh, you're gonna hang yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out at your place. Cool. You want to order some Chinese? Yeah, let's or watch what? the Steelers game. Oh, I love uh, General South. Not gonna go to Dallas. Watch the Dolphins. I'm gonna get some Zaxby's actually. Ooh, a salad. All right, I was thinking shrimp fest, but I think you just had a better idea. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll keep this with you later on. Remember the two audio podcasts wherever you find your favorite podcasts. There you'll find the DDFP and uh, and also our weekly video podcast. We appreciate you watching and or listening. Until next time, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.